0: Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with Dr. David Che and I, because we are continuing with this fascinating subject about cholesterol and all of the myths surrounding it. And it's so important for everyone to really grasp this uh, information that Dr. David Che is sending out to everybody. This is really a life-changing um, moment here. It can really make a difference in what you're eating, how you're eating, and totally change your life. I mean, it has mine. So with that, Dr. David Che, how are you tonight?
1: Great. It's great to be back. And last time it was uh, election night, so you know, today <laughs> is like a continuation of what we talked about.
0: Yeah, that's right. So we uh, we've got a, still a lot more to chat about. So where do we begin?
1: Okay, where would well, you like to begin? Yeah, like I said last time. I mean, I think I think I gave a lot of information all at once, and I, it was so hard to squeeze in into you know the time that we had, and it was election night. So I don't know. <laughs> it was just one interesting evening last time. So. Today, it's kind of part two. We're going to continue kind of what we talked about before. I kind of want to re- review a little bit what we talked about last time. So why don't we start out today with, if I'm saying cholesterol doesn't directly cause heart disease, what exactly does cause heart disease? Yeah,
0: What that's is the a great under, question. Yeah,
1: what is the underlying cause of America's number one killer, right? So what I said last time was cholesterol is the result, not so much the cause of heart disease. The actual underlying cause of heart disease, which has been known for a long time actually, it's not like a hidden secret or anything, and that's inflammation. So when we get inflammation in our blood vessels, it causes the cholesterol whatever the fats to stick to the blood vessels, which in turn cause our arteries to get clogged, which in turn causes heart disease, heart attacks. Mm -hmm. So the next question is though, where does this inflammation come from? Why are we getting this inflammation? Okay, so if, if any of our listeners saw our um, email blast today, you know I'm talking about omega six and omega three fatty acids. Like, what is the deal with this, right? So, real quick rundown for you know all of us non doctors out there: omega six fatty acids are like the vegetable oils, corn oil, cottonseed oil, canola oil, and omega three fatty acids are like the fats where it's from animal fats. You know, basically animal stuff, not vegetable. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to be healthy, we have to have a balance, a one-to-one ratio of omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids. But what's happened is in our modern diet where you know that we've all gone into, we've gone away from the natural diet, but in our modern diet where everything is produced on mass quantities through uh, factories, our omega-6 consumption has skyrocketed.
0: Hmm.
1: So... Now, basically, a, r- a rough estimate of our ratio of one-to-one, omega-6 to omega-3, now we're taking in 20 times more omega-6 wow. fatty acids than omega-3. And so when we have too much omega-6 fatty acids in our body, it activates certain enzymes in our body, which cause inflammation. So people that love to eat you know, those uh, packaged foods or a lot of those kind of things, a lot of those have... Omega six fatty acids, and and again, a lot of it's not our fault. It's just we're so inundated by the modern civilized diet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you're yeah.
0: are you talking like salad, pre made salads? Uh, um, well, what are you, you talking well, about well, exactly? If,
1: if you if you go to anything, you're looking at anything uh, labels on the sides, you're going to see a lot of uh, vegetable oil stuff in there, or hydrogenated oils, mm. and all the other kind of you know artificial stuff that we get. And so a lot of that is omega six. So, like I said, it's hard to get away from that because it's so common in our, you know, processed foods. But the key is though, since it's so hard to get away from the six, we should balance it out with more omega three. Ah. So, so going back to what we are saying about what is the cause? Inflammation, but the omega omega six, the overconsumption of it, the, the huge overconsumption of omega six is causing inflammation, which is causing heart disease. Oh. Yeah. The-
0: so so, how do we give me some foods that have omega three? We're talking animal fat. We're yes. talking butter.
1: Now, remember, remember, in our last episode, I mentioned the three Bs. Le, so three Bs: butter, bacon, beef. Preferably grass-fed beef. You know, most of the most of the uh, beef that we get today, you know, the mass production ones, are all from grain-fed beef. They're all they're all they're all, they're all eating grains. You know, not not um, grass. Right. So gra- grass-fed beef has the omega-3 fatty acids. More, more of it, that is. You know, so with the three Bs, butter, bacon, beef, and the LE, lard, and eggs. The old school stuff. All the old school stuff that, that we used to eat that the medical establishment got us off of. Right. And, and that's what's actually causing a heart disease in my book. You know, the, the, we need to go back to the original stuff that we were doing before. Because... Doctors in the 1920s, they can say that most of them didn't see much heart disease. It was after they decided to go to the supposedly heart-healthy diet. Actually, that's when our heart trouble skyrocketed. Oh, uh, you know? yeah. And all the processed food. So they started to go to a more supposedly heart-healthy diet where you're not eating lard, you're not eating eggs, you're not eating bacon, you're not eating all that stuff. You're eating all the na- the cereals, the cold cereals, the, you know, all the other stuff they told you, grapefruit, all the stuff they told you is healthy, you know. No, we need we need more omega threes in our diet. We're getting too much omega six.
0: Okay, so that could mean um, on top of the eggs and and everything that's olive oil,
1: yes, real, real, real oh, food. Yeah, real food. Yes, yes. You know, and, and and you know, we were told for a long time that eggs are supposedly bad, like the like cholesterol was like this bad word. You know, like, oh, well, anything with cholesterol has to be bad. No. Cholesterol, in a moment, and later on I'll explain to you, cholesterol is super important to our body. We have to have cholesterol. And then later on I'll explain later that high cholesterol is actually good for you. I know everything sounds like blasphemy what I'm talking about here, you know, but no, you know, cholesterol's gotten a bad rep over time, you know. And so um, going with sources, another good source of it, like, like they say, oh, fats or cholesterol is bad for you. Okay, so like seafood. Lobster. They say lo- lobster is really high in cholesterol. Yeah, it is, but it's good cholesterol. Yeah. You know, um, uh, eggs are supposedly bad for you, all the cholesterol. No, eggs have a lot of good cholesterol that you need. Um, another good, great source of um, all vitamins, nutrients, and good cholesterol is avocados. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I'm here to tell you that, yes, inflammation is the underlying cause of heart disease, that... The cholesterol is good for you, and then these, these sources I'm telling you, you know, butter, bacon, beef, the old school sources, lard, eggs, um, avocados, eggs, all these things, you you should have these. These are good things for you. They're, they're good fats. We have to have good fats. But, I mean, before it was all, you know, during the 80s and 90s, it was everything fat was bad, everything cholesterol was bad. No, now we're finding out that just like people in the world, there's good people and there's bad people. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's good cholesterol and then there's bad cholesterol or, or bad, yeah, bad cholesterol, bad fats. So, you know, the the bad fats are more the omega-6, the good fats are the more omega-3s. Hmm. So that's what we're trying to get at.
0: So, David, give me some clarity as to what happens when when they said that you have too much cholesterol. What were they talking about physically? Was it... Blockages in the arteries to the heart. Is it? Did it happen anywhere else in the body? What What are we talking about physically?
1: Okay, that- so the, yeah, the, yeah, great question. So the standard that they measure you by is the two things that most people that don't even haven't studied medicine they probably know, and that's HDL and LDL. Right. Which H- HDL stands for high density lip- lipoprotein. LDL stands for low density lipoprotein. Okay, so when you go for blood tests, they usually check these kind of things, you right. know, what your level is, and no one really knows how clogged your arteries are, but the standard is they say that if you have a, you know, your LDL levels are good, which is the bad one, you know, if your LDL levels are good, I mean, are are bad, are real high up, then your arteries are probably clogged, and you need to go on cholesterol lowering medication. Okay, so you know when you go for blood tests, this is this is, these are the two things they basically test you for, and so. Um, they say a high. I mean, the, okay, Well, this is what conventional medicine thinks that you want to just um, lower LDL and your HDL is good. But they want to keep lowering your LDL. They don't. They don't want to touch your HDL. They want. They just want to lower your LDL. That's the most important thing. Oh. That's the standard. That's what all doctors basically do. So what we're here to tell you, our listeners, in this thing, is that okay, HDL, LDL. Actually, the reality, of the situation is, okay. Let's just set the record straight, okay? Because it's so much confusion and this. You know, disagreement on this. And again, what I say here, it's only you know for our listeners, and everybody has to make their own decisions on what they want to do. But you know, this is my opinion. This is what I've learned, and all this confusion because it it can get confusing. Do I do my? Should I lower my LDL? Should I raise my HDL? Should I lower my this? Should I lower my that? Right? It's confusing. It's actually really simple. So for our listeners, here's the key: don't worry so much about your LDL. Worry about, or not worry, but focus on your HDL. If you can increase your HDL by a lot, you don't need to worry about your LDL. It takes care of itself. So increase, eat eat, eat the good fats, eat the stuff that we just talked about, you know, uh, ten minutes ago. Eat the good fats, and when you eat the good fats, you'll slowly boost up your HDL, and you can keep boosting up your HDL. Like, Like you can't OD on HDL in a way. So. Increase your HDL, and then you don't have to worry about your LDL. If you get your HDL up to a certain point, you won't get heart disease, basically. So
0: so that's what the doctors are saying, that it's all about um, heart disease, heart blockages. And what you're saying is that you wouldn't have heart blockages or blocked arteries or triple bypasses or anything like that because if you ate the the three b's then you really would have your cholesterol high enough and it wouldn't you wouldn't have these problems is that correct yes.
1: yeah basically that's that's in, in a nutshell you kind of summed it up in a really really good way yes uh-huh. and and um and i kind of talked about this during our election night special and that was ironically and so many people when when they have like a uh, just a minute increase in cholesterol you know, on their blood tests, doctors immediately put start putting them on cholesterol on medications. Yes, yeah, in, in, Yes, exactly, which in and themselves are actually pretty dangerous, because the most ironic thing about these medications are is that these, these, these statins, while they're supposed to supposedly uh, lower your cholesterol and prevent heart disease, statins actually increase your rate of heart disease. Mm. And how does it do it by? Well, Few factors. One, statin drugs that will raise your blood pressure, and doctors will tell you, "Oh, you have high blood pressure. You're gonna have you need to lower your blood pressure because you increase your rate of a heart attack or stroke." Well, statins increase your blood pressure. <laughs> okay, when you have a heart attack or a mini stroke, heart attack, and you come out of it, what do doctors do? They put you on blood thinners because they yeah. say your blood is too thick and you don't want it to clot up. So, you know, you don't get a blockage or a blood clot and cause a heart attack or stroke. Well, let me tell you something. Statins actually increase a factor of blood clotting, which make you more susceptible to heart attack or stroke.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that does, that, that, that does it. Okay. Now, just like when you know when you, when you have cancer and you take in, um, chemotherapy, you have a lot of side effects, right? And why is it you have side effects to chemotherapy? Because the cancer medication... Doesn't, I mean, it's going there, and obviously, the medicine you're taking is going in to kill the cancer cells, right? But supposedly, the, yeah. Supposedly. But it doesn't know good cells from bad cells. So it goes in and basically wipes everything out.
0: Right.
1: So that's why you get all the nausea, the hair loss, all those nasty side effects, because it's killing good cells along with bad cells. I mean, if we had a drug that could just go in and directly target the bad, that'd be great. But no, one, no one's been able to discover that yet. Except for know? marijuana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, legally. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, hey, yeah.
0: it just passed here election yeah. day. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, it's uh they could they consider it to be a very good cancer um drug yeah. goes directly to the source.
1: Yes. Um but, you know, but normally the normal the normal chemotherapy drugs they use is not able to target That's right. Um the, you know, so so when you're talking about cholesterol lowering medication like Stanton's, well, you're going in, and remember, remember, I said you want to have as much HDL as you need, you want, right? And you want, you don't want, lo- you don't care about the LDL, or you don't, you want it as low as you can, right? Right. Well, unfortunately, statins go in, and they just wipe everything out. I mean, they're going to take out LDL, of course, but they're going to wipe out your HDL too, mm-hmm. which is good for you. See, so you know, it's kind of like a, uh, you know. What's that? Catch twenty-two. It's like you're trying to lower it, but you're lowering everything at the same time. Right.
0: So people who are on the statin drugs right now, and and yeah. I mean, if they just started eating correctly, would it then go away? Would it correct itself?
1: In theory, it should. And I said, you asked me personally, like today, if I had like, like, like last time I had my blood check. This was a while ago. They said, oh, well, your cholesterol is a little high. But they didn't really mention, like, good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, mm. you know. And I wasn't going – and then if they, if they made me take it, I would never take it. I would just start cutting out all the bad fats in my diet, start eating all the good fats to increase my HDL naturally, yeah. not worry about my LDL.
0: Yeah, so you yes. would be focusing in on bringing in the uh, omega-3s.
1: Yes, exactly. Maybe take a supplement. Um, I think fish oil is real good, omega-3 even better. I think I've heard krill oil is really good. Take a supplement. So just, I wouldn't worry about my LDL. I just insanely increase my HDL, basically.
0: Okay. So I, I told you last time that I found this incredible French butter that's uh-huh. pure or, organic. Uh-huh. Boy, oh my God. It is so good. <laughs> yes. But the problem is, I really love it. And so it is high calories. Yes.
1: So
0: am I. What am I doing? I mean, am I putting on weight?
1: Well, the calorie stuff—you really can't run and run around. I mean, that's just, you know. But good fats are good for you, though. So it may add up your calorie intake, but in terms of your heart disease, it's not going to really bother that. It's going to be good for your heart, good for you. But the calorie part is kind of hard to run away from.
0: Well, it's yeah. the the calorie part just means you have to probably exercise more.
1: Uh, yes, which we should all be doing more of anyway. Most people. And you know, if you're
0: eating the right foods, then energetically, you should be able to tolerate the the increased activity.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly. So you know what we talked about in the past you know few minutes, Stanton drugs, okay, just a little summary, they'll they will ironically cause your heart muscle to get weaker. They will yeah. increase your blood pressure, they mm-hmm. will um, increase your blood clotting, okay? Uh, they they'll decrease your hdl which is what you want and something else that statin drugs do which you won't believe and that's there's a there's a there's a substance in our body which which our heart needs for good functioning it's called coenzyme q10
0: oh i've heard about that yes
1: most people have heard the name well your your heart your body your heart needs that to function really good and ironically uh statin drugs will lower your body's level of coenzyme q10
0: so that um q10 doesn't that help the oxygen in yes. the body
1: Yes, helps a lot of things, especially with the heart, because your heart's your number one organ to stay alive, right? That's so. Right. So your heart needs it to, to to function the right way, to pump to pump properly, to you know to be in good balance. And ironically, the statin drugs decrease that too. And okay, so we have already seen what that does. It's not it's actually causing heart disease. It's not helping it. Next thing is okay, we need cholesterol in our body to do a lot of things, like our, our main hormones, especially males, because males always want more testosterone, right? Especially you get right. older. Okay, our our Male and female hormones, estrogen and testosterone. We need these hormones. Um, They're produced from cholesterol. Cholesterol is one of the precursors to making these steroid hormones in our body. And so, when you take these cholesterol-lowering drugs, you're actually decreasing your body's ability to make these naturally hormones. So, a lot of males go on testosterone shots. A lot of them. Uh. You see? Okay. And then, and then, in our brain cells, in our brain, cholesterol is needed to produce a lot of the cells that help with our memory. Well, ah. when, when, and, and one of the side effects of statin-lowering drugs, and, I've heard, and, I, and I know people that take statin drugs, they will tell you that their memory has gotten worse and worse for some un- unknown explained reason ever since they started taking these statin drugs.
0: And they think they're getting dementia or Alzheimer's yes. yeah, or that's supposedly.
1: Way. Yeah, and, and actually um, a lot of our modern medical diseases, dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, if you go to the old medical text from a long time ago, you never saw these diseases, but where that's are these coming right. from? These these are not a natural part of aging. These are actually, a lot of them, not all of them, not that's 100%, but a lot of these are due to the side effects of the medications that we've been throwing around now, these days. Wow. Yes. So. Yeah,
0: so, you yeah. know, it's true that you can actually be healthier if you don't go to the doctor.
1: In a, yes, yes, and, and you know, you know, not to knock matter medicine because we have a great medical system. but on the you know that's one flip side. On the other flip side, it's definitely a money making machine for us. Mm-hmm. you know it, it is, you know? Uh, and uh, you know listeners can go back to um, our previous segment on election day about when I first started talking about how this all started with President Eisenhower. Okay, You can go back and listen to that. But ever since they started this big heart disease thing going on, um, it's made them tons of money. Ton, made our medical establishment tons of money it's made the drug companies a lot of money it makes doctors a lot of money um you, you your arteries get clogged because of all these omega-6 fatty acids you have to go in for surgery these surgeries are super expensive bypass is super expensive and, they, and they've shown studies have shown most surgeries are not unnecessary they're just money, they're, a lot of them are money-making uh, operations you know yeah yeah so, and
0: and, and I think, back to all the people who have um died from heart attacks and probably too early
1: and, uh, yes, and ironically, maybe from taking the medication that they were supposed ah. to be supposed to be helping them, yes, yeah, you know and again all, all of our listeners, this is very i don't want you know just tell listeners this is obviously very controversial information, it's not the usual norm what you're used to hearing, but you know on this segment we're you know we're free to talk about what we'd like to talk about, and anything you you listen here, you know you can Use as you wish or decide not to, um, you know, to use it and go with the status quo, you know. But, um, you know, the, one of the reasons why Jules and I, we talk about this, especially myself, is I like to be a maverick. I like to be different. I like to go against the status quo. I like to, to give our listeners some of the most cutting-edge cutting information and not just talk about the usual stuff. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go on Dr. Radio in the morning when I'm on the way to work and I hear the usual stuff that you don't hear that we're talking about. Oh, well, hgl LDL, oh, statin drugs will help you do this. Well, I don't almost necessarily agree with that. And so on our show, why you want to listen to our show is that we sometimes go against the status quo. And when we give credit where it's due, but we also just don't go along with the flow of information. We'll tell you the truth as I see it and give you the most cutting-edge information that will improve our lives for the better.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I just did a show um, a couple weeks ago about vaccinations and had a um, a lawyer on talking about the downfall of vaccinations and it does there is scientific proof of autism it's that kind of information that is vital to get out to everybody so that they can make um a decision yes that yes you know we come here as a creator or, or the master of our lives yes we have to be able to take responsibility on our health and improving our lives. It depends on nobody, not even doctors. So we have to learn and and get all of this knowledge so that we can make the right decision for us to create what we want in our life.
1: Yes. Yes. And and you know our show was always when we the way we started out was law of attraction. And we always talk about law of attraction. And we can actually make every show out of the law of attraction. But you know, as we talked about before we want to expand the show, so we have law of attraction and health and wellness, and um, you know, uh, not just alternative medicine, but modern medicine it's taking different sides on modern medicine, along with alternative medicine, and Chinese medicine, and all sorts of things that can, you know, really give our listeners a, a wide variety of different things we can talk about.
0: You know, it's kind of like we're going back in time to find really what worked. And bringing that forward, so we're kind of putting the modern, so-called modern Western medicine on the back burner as we're bringing in all of the old stuff that worked so well because it yes. was natural medicine. That's what's so strange. You'd think that we would be beyond and doing sound um, healing and and all of this other stuff, high technological stuff, but but we are still into the phase of poisoning the body. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Let's take a fast, fast commercial break, and we'll be right back with Dr. David Che talking about cholesterol, your health, and your heart. We'll be right back after these words.
1: This holiday season. You're going to think I'm crazy. But I'm having conversations. Experience the event.
0: People write letters to the universe all the time. Most don't get a personal
1: response. You are. It will make you believe in miracles. Will Smith, Edward Norton, Keira Knightley, Michael Pena, Naomi Harris, Jacob Lattimore, with Kate Winslet and Helen Mirren.
0: This profound connection to everything. The Collateral Beauty.
1: Collateral Beauty. Directed by David Frankel. Ready to PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. December 16th.
0: Do you realize how powerful your mind is? Hi, I'm Jules Johnson a professional hypnotherapist and i want to help guide you to become a permanent non-smoker in just 90 minutes if you have issues with insomnia phobias anxiety or stress i can help you in just one session visit creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166 let's schedule a session out of the incredible palm springs healing center Today, that's creativeguidedimagery.com
1: So, before we go on to the other the topics that we, we're going to talk about tonight, actually, I just got this email in. I don't know if you know it. There's someone named Latonia Menki. You know do, you know of her?
0: No. Okay. No.
1: Okay. So I got this email right around six, right before we started. Okay. She says the email says, "Hi, Dr. Che and Jules." I'm really enjoying your show, and I've been taking the recommended supplements that Dr. Chae has mentioned, D, K, E, and iodine. Oh, wait a mm-hmm. minute. E. C. She, must, she said E. She must have missed this type. Oh, yeah. So, D, K, E, and iodine. Okay. And she says, other than juice, which typically has a high sugar content, fructose, what other beverages would you suggest that I put the iodine drops into? Um, I've been using a small amount of citrus juice, half cup a day, but would love a healthier alternative. Or can you suggest the healthiest juices or what I should be looking for? That's and then, a good question. And then she has one other question for you. What are your thoughts on apple cider vinegar? I've been adding a teaspoon a day to my juice uh, regimen based on some of my elders claiming healthful habits, but also because this uh, is embarrassing. was a suggested home remedy for, well, I'll leave that out. I won't say it on air, but um, a month ago, because vinegar is also acidic. Is it okay to take it daily or should I use it when issues arise? Thank you. And Tony. Okay. Um, well, see. Okay. First answer. She's got a bunch of questions on there. Um, I've been using a small amount of citrus juice. Well, citrus juice is pretty healthy, though. She's saying we'd love a healthier alternative, like a healthier alternative.
0: Well, she was saying that the sugar. Sugar. Um... Okay.
1: Um, well, let me put it to you this way, Tony, if you know, the listening or if are listening after the fact. Um. If you go to the uh, supermarket, like sugar is good for you, good sugar. So if you go to the supermarket,
0: wait what, a minute, what's good sugar?
1: <laughs> the stuff that's not like high fructose corn syrup, the artificial stuff that we get these days, especially high fructose corn syrup. That's like the that's like the big daddy of all bad sugars.
0: So you're talking fruit sugars like fruit?
1: No, natural fruit sugar is okay. So what I was getting is okay. if, if you go to the supermarket and you get like the orange juice, that says not from concentrate. Which is usually more expensive than the from concentrate and orange juice. Um, that stuff is good for you. You really can't okay. overdose on 100% pure, not from concentrate orange juice. I got gotcha. you. And typically, Florida's Natural brand. I don't know if you get that in California, but there's a Florida's Natural brand that's usually in the supermarkets. That one's are usually a really good brand of uh, mm. all natural orange juice. You know. Mm. So just keep that in mind too. So that that's a good healthy alternative or healthy way to go for. Um. That's those are the healthiest juices. I always go for usually the not from concentrate juice. Those are usually pretty good.
0: I just use regular water. You know the the filtered water without the um, um, fluoride and everything. I just do that, and and I don't mind the taste at all. I just drink oh. it right down.
1: Oh wow! You're like you're definitely one of the exceptional few.
0: <laughs> I love. I mean, I do it. I, it doesn't bother okay. me. I just. Feel good about doing it.
1: Oh, good, good. Well, if you can handle it, great. If you can't, um, like I said, water is uh, fine, but if you can't handle the taste, um, mix in some good na- all-natural juice, um, not from concentrate, and that would be great. Or so. just a
0: squirt of lemon.
1: And maybe that, too. Maybe maybe lemon will take the taste out. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, if you want some sweetness, how about a little bit of the um, organic stevia?
1: That, too, be- yes.
0: Because that's plant-based. Yes. And that's real good for you. There's no calories either.
1: Yes, yes. And so the other question she came up with is, what are my thoughts on apple cider vinegar? She's been adding the teaspoon and yada, yada, yada. Okay. I don't personally take apple cider vinegar, but what I've read in the past is that it's very good. If you get good apple cider vinegar, you know, it's been fermented. It's got the apple's um, essence inside. It's actually really good for you. And so I can't see how taking it, you know, the way you take it, your regimen for your home remedy is bad. I think it's going to be good, you know, because um, it's good for you. Now it says because is vinegar also acidic, is it okay to take daily? Okay, now here's something we need to talk about real fast because people have a lot yes. of c- confusion on this. Okay. Yes,
0: yes, okay. yes, yes.
1: Because in, in a previous segment, I talked about how there's acid and there's base and there's a pH scale. So anything from 0 to 6 is acidic. 7 is neutral, which is water. Anything from 8 to 14 is alkaline or basic. Okay. And what I talked about is, in the body, is our body, our wastes, like our bad things, like um, um, our carbon dioxide that we breathe, our waste that we eliminate from our body, most of the time it's acidic. And the good fluids we have in our body is usually alkaline. So I said, well, our body should be more alkaline than acidic because acidic is bad, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so we say cancer cells, uh, bacteria, they all love to live in acidic environments. Okay. So that's bad for you. but. People get confused They're like, well, you know, orange juice is acidic, lemonade is acidic, um, all these things are acidic, so if I eat this kind of stuff, it's bad. No, I'll, let's clear this up because this is really confusing and I, and I was confused about this in the beginning. Things that are acidic or taste acidic don't necessarily become acidic in the body. I know it sounds confusing. So, like, if you drink orange juice, yeah, it's acidic or lemonade, but it turns, it becomes alkaline in the body. It doesn't stay acidic. It doesn't make your blood acidic. Right. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard, like, hard to understand because it sounds counterintuitive. Okay. Now, when you drink something like coffee, especially the bad coffee that we had that segment about too, bad coffee, <laughs> okay, and you're adding sugar and all this other stuff in there, okay, that kind of stuff in your body, that becomes acidic in your body. So when you eat a lot of bad fats, let's say fried foods, fatty foods, and Chugging down a Coke that's got so much high fructose corn syrup in it, okay? That becomes really acidic in your body. Mm. It, it, it turns acidic in your body. So, so, so vinegar... So, in the,
0: other words, don't go to McDonald's and have a Big Mac or fries or Coke. <laughs> it's not going to do your body good.
1: Yeah, once in a while is okay. Like I said, Anything in moderation is okay. Okay, it's fine. Just don't ma- – one, one of the problems of our American diets isn't so much just the Big Mac and the Coke. That's fine. You have one once in a while, that's fine. It's not going to do anything to you, okay? The average American diet has two problems. One, it's too repetitious. It's the same thing over and over again. And two, um, we just don't eat enough variety. There's not enough variety uh. in the diet. You know, just, Americans usually just eat you know the same thing over and over again. If they go to a restaurant, they, eat, they order the same thing over and over again. They don't, they don't get the variety, and when you don't get variety, and, you don't get a lot of the mix of the nutrients that you really need. You get the same ones over and over again, but you don't get the variety.
0: And and people aren't eating based on colors.
1: No, and they need to go back to one of our another segments. We've yeah. had so many great sub, 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 segments already. We had one about color, food and color. And you go back and listen to that one. You know.
0: Yeah, and all of them pertain to organs and the organs' health. Like red is
1: parts, heart, yes, well, you've you've been uh, studying up on that.
0: Oh, gosh, I've been eating all <laughs> those. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yes, green, red, yellow, white, and black. And right. these are all new different nutrients these these colors have reasons. It's not it wasn't just random colors that you know the the creator produced for us. there's there's reasons why we have different organs in our body, and there's reasons why there's color in foods because they go to different parts of our body.
0: That's right, and by golly, my favorite color—I got to be truthful. I'm going to tell the whole world—is red and bitter.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Be-
0: because you like, because I like red wine.
1: Uh, <laughs> and it's good for the heart. Yeah. So, so that explains why. Because, because uh, modern medicine doesn't doesn't understand the colors and foods. So doctors call the uh, French people eating a lot of fat. They say it's the French paradox. Why? Why do French people eat so much fat? And they don't get heart disease. They have very little little incidences. Well, it's not so much. a Once you listen to what we have to talk about on this show, the French paradox or the French mystery isn't so much a mystery anymore. Because number one, the French eat a lot of good fats. They
0: and they're eat, very healthy.
1: Yeah, the good fats. So they, it's, not, it's, not just, it's not just all fats are bad. The French people eat a lot of good fats. And two, they say, well, maybe it's from the red wine. No, it is from the red wine. Because red wine, like you just said, is both red, red in color. And the taste is also bitter. Which is good for the heart, and most Americans do not get enough bitter in their diet. Yep. So going back to Tony's question, but because vinegar is acidic, is it okay to take daily? Yes, like a teaspoon. That's fine because vinegar, apple cider vinegar, that is not white vinegar, but apple cider vinegar in your body turns into alkaline, even though it tastes acidic, it becomes mm-hmm. alkaline eventually. Hmm. We we have um, we have uh, uh, I think it's the uh, pancreas. Okay, now not to get too technical, because we the pancreas secretes different enzymes. Okay, and when we uh, take in acidic things, the pancreas will secrete can secrete certain enzymes which is alkaline. So we when we when we take in good acids, the pancreas will secrete a good alkalinity to neutralize that acid, so it becomes a good substance in our body. But obviously, if you're taking coffee. You're gonna overwhelm the pancreas, and and you know and and I said this in a previous segment. I can't prove it, but the studies show you know it's pretty convincing that too much coffee is the cause of pancreatic cancer, because that's yes. a bad acid. So the bad acid harms the pancreas. Good acid is good to the pancreas because the pancreas can neutralize it and it becomes a good acid in your body, alkaline.
0: But I think that's why they're suggesting that you put in butter in your coffee, and you know I've been doing that. Um, the French butter.
1: Uh-huh. So
0: I think that may be counteracting. I don't know. No, no, it, but, it and, is. And, and then I'm doing only organic coffee.
1: Yes, yes. It's funny uh, you mention that because uh, if someone goes to my Total Law of Attraction Facebook page, um, you scroll down on one of the, I post a lot of different, you know, again, groundbreaking articles, from nice articles and stuff. And one of the articles is actually from a doctor who's actually promoting a high-fat diet. Really? It's just a high fat diet problem. Yeah, if you go to my Facebook page, told you know for of, for those of you listening, go to Facebook, hit total law of attraction, scroll down. I mean, I have a ton tons of good articles on there. One of them is about a doctor who suggests a high, who really recommends a high fat diet, and he's a, med- a medical doctor, and he does what you do every morning. He scoops some uh, high quality butter and does coffee. Yeah, yeah.
0: and you know the the higher quality the butter yeah oh my goodness yeah. you just you, it's like you've died and gone to heaven it is yeah. so good yeah. your bread tastes different everything is just oh it's magnificent yes I highly recommend it
1: yes so I mean he's even pushing it. he's starting to see you know um I mean obviously he, he hasn't come out like I do in saying that Stanton drugs you know cause all these issues with heart you know heart disease actually causing heart he did, he's he's not as direct as me but he's kind of alluding to that what we're talking about Mm. you know so um i thought that was interesting you mentioned about that about the coffee thing with the butter
0: yeah yeah well anything i mean i got i i'm not going to give away um give up all my things that i love yeah but um i want to do it healthy wise so maybe if the butter helps and it's organic it's going to remove some of that mold that we were talking about before in the coffee Yes, and and make it a little better.
1: Yep, yep, that's the that's possible. So going to our list of discussions, uh, number five for our email blast today it says, "Truth: High cholesterol is actually good for you." Okay, so it almost again it sounds like for, for maybe maybe for those of you listening for the first time, you're like, "What are you talking about? Cholesterol is bad." Every time I watch the the six o'clock news on prime time, I'm hearing this cholesterol medication. Cholesterol is bad. How is high cholesterol good for you? That's just you know ridiculous. Now, first of all, high HDL cholesterol is good for you. You want high high HDL cholesterol. You want a high high density lipoprotein. You want a lot of good cholesterol. So when you take when you're eating good fats, your body produces good good uh, good cholesterol and the good cholesterol which is the HDL is going to prevent a lot of diseases for you. Okay. And as crazy as this sounds, having a high cholesterol actually prevents you from getting cancer. Uh. Yeah. It sounds like a, like, um, when I first heard that, I was like, what? Yeah. Cholesterol actually prevents you from getting cancer. High cholesterol, that is, high good cholesterol. And if you get, and basically, if you have really high cholesterol, it's almost difficult, very difficult for you to see cancer. I've heard this from numerous people, from my uncle who, um, you know, taught a lot of Chinese medicine. He he came across that that finding: high cholesterol basically prevents cancer. And um, the person, Dr. Sears, who you know, I read, I read a lot of his stuff. He even said also, um, high cholesterol binds to a lot of certain things in our body and actually prevents us from getting cancer. So uh, keep that in mind. You want you want high good cholesterol. You know, keep on eating the eggs. And again, just like grass-fed beef is the best. I mean, we can't get it all the time, but the best kind of eggs are cage-free eggs. If you can get it. You know, a little more expensive, right. but better for you. But if you can't, eating beef, uh, trim the fat around it, the, the fats around the beef, and eating um, uh, eggs, regular eggs, that's fine. You know, it's good for you. Um, and again, go with the natural stuff. In a bit. But don't don't shy away from bacon. Don't shy away from butter. Stay away from margarine. Stay away from all those bad fats. Process.
0: Yes. Yeah, process. You know, I was thinking um, just a couple of days ago, the when you look back, we have uh, so much obesity going on and it's like it was because we were restricting the good foods from our diet and it's like the cells in our body are starving for the real food so they counteract and they keep you have storing your fat you know it's like it does the exact opposite of losing it but it uh, it doesn't it makes you uh, retain the fat in your body because it thinks it's going into starvation mode because it's not getting the right nutrients and I think that may be the reason why we had such a high obesity rate.
1: It could be. What and do also, you think? Well, also too, uh, I said that the, the granddaddy of bad sugars has been fr- high fructose corn syrup. That. It's like a, that's like, like a, modified version of good sugar, so you can save money because it's so cheap to make. And so, um, I know mm-hmm. back in the early, well, in the early '80s, Coke, which forever used uh, cane sugar, like good sugar, right, for to save like hundreds of millions of dollars a year, they went to high fructose corn syrup.
0: Wow, I didn't know that.
1: Oh yes, yeah, so the high fructose corn syrup to me is the granddaddy cause of our di increase in diabetes. Um, increased weight gain and all these other and, and, and cavities. I mean, I mean, I guess as a dentist, I can tell you it's great for business. You know, <laughs> it causes cavities like you cannot believe. You know, high fructose corn syrup. So that to me is you know, all this weight gain. A lot of it has to do from that. I mean, it, it, I mean, people are getting smart these days. So if you go on the the shelf in your local local supermarket, they're starting to say no high fructose corn syrup, no high fructose corn syrup. Co- Coke is actually produced like a green bottle version where they use stevia. Instead of um, high fructose corn syrup, it's in little green bottles, like green-shaped bottles.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Um, me, personally, because I like Coke, I'll go to Target, and Target actually sells Coke from Mexico. It'll say ECHO in Mexico. It's actually Coke from Mexico. For our listeners here, if you didn't know this, Coke from Mexico actually uses real cane sugar. It's the original Coke that we used oh, to have. Oh, you, yeah. huh. you know? Yeah. And, and they say people in poorer countries actually have better stuff than us in the more developed countries. And it's true. I mean, just the Coke alone is better. Like, I buy my Coke from Target, and then they have the, the – it says H.O. Mexico. It's a, it'll, it'll say the ingredients. They won't lie to you. It'll say ingredients, water, sugar, which is cane sugar, and all those other ingredients. When you see our Coke, it'll say water, high fructose corn syrup. Wow. Yeah. Cane sugar doesn't cause uh, – really cause cavities like, like high fructose corn syrup does. It doesn't cause diabetes. It doesn't, doesn't spike your blood sugar. It doesn't cause you to gain all this extra weight. It's actually good for you. Yes.
0: That's amazing. Yes, That's I, amazing. I'll have to remember that.
1: Yes, I'm a big, big uh, opponent of high fructose corn syrup. And yes, now companies are starting to get smarter, but then a lot of them haven't. Many, many sodas still and and, and our desserts have high fructose corn syrup. It's hard to get away from it, you know, it, directly. But you know, if you can avoid it as much as you can, good. But if someone serves you dessert when you're a guest, I wouldn't just refuse it. You know, you want to be polite. You still eat it when you can. But you know, you can't get it. You can't get away from it directly. But it's um, it's in a lot of our stuff
0: so, so, cane sh- sugar is better to eat um and I've just noticed there's coconut sugar now, uh-huh. and um uh, there's there's a whole brand new slew of natural sugars coming and stevia, you know that's in the green bottle that's as a matter of fact, I just bought that today um and scrape for coffee too,
1: yes. Put a couple yes.
0: drops in coffee, and you're you're good to go. So, yeah, great alternatives here. Yes. I like that. I didn't realize that with the cane sugar.
1: Yes. So, okay. So, you know, we're pressed for time here. So in the last segment of our show, I want to get into what I talked about in the email. We talked about the email blast, and that's the activator X factor. What is mm. that? Sounds like some mystery nutrient, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, right now it does, but in a moment, you're going to find out it's not such a mystery at all about how powerful this thing really is. And we've actually talked about it before. It's actually, I'm going to give you a little hint, Jules. It's actually, this activator X factor is so huge, okay? Let me, uh, it's actually one of the four that I talk about we take every day. So, before you start guessing which one it is, let me give you a little background of where this this activator X factor came from, okay? Okay. So, way back in the day, well, way back, I would say the 30s, okay, 1930s, there was a dentist. His name is Dr. Weston Price. Now, at the time, I think, I don't know if he just made too much money, he just decided to retire, and he traveled the world in search of one question at the time, which we don't talk about anymore. Why did so many native tribes untouched by our modern diet have such good teeth, strong bones, no chronic disease, and strong bodies, and they weren't overweight? Right? So, Mm -hmm. Dr. Weiss was just curious about this. You know, my colleague of many, many decades ago, okay, thought about this. So, Dr. Price traveled to many places like Africa, Polynesia, the Arctic, Andes, and all these other, weird, you know, um, remote places on Earth to look at the natives, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, he, he actually wrote a book about this. It's called Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. And I definitely have this book. Read it. It's great. Okay. But he had this book. So if you want to ever look up this up, his, his studies, it's called Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. Okay. But wherever he went, all these native diets contained one thing and we've talked about this already, an abundance of fat-soluble vitamins from things like butter, meats, eggs, and animal fats. Sound, sound familiar?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. And so uh, some of these diets had 10 times the amount of nutrients as the average American modern diet. So where am I going with this? Well, Dr. Price kept going with this, and he dug deeper, and he found some mystery compound he called, at the time, Activator X, which supposedly he couldn't really understand it, but it, it supercharges these nutrients in our body and made them way stronger for the body to absorb these nutrients. And so the question is, what is this, what is this Activator X? Okay. So, Jules, well, uh, you, why don't you tell me, what are the four nutrients that I recommend people take all the time?
0: You vitamin me. C. Huh? Iodine. Uh, K two,
1: uh-huh.
0: and wait a minute.
1: Um, <laughs> Vitamin uh, uh, D. Yes. Okay. So let me. Why don't you take out of these four nutrients? What do you think? And and this is a, this is a little clue. Activator X is actually one of these that I've been telling people in a, way many past shows ago to start taking. This is Activator X. Now, what do you think? If you like, yeah this okay, you're you're on. Who wants to be a millionaire? What out of the four? Which is the one you think is Activator X?
0: Uh see iodines for thyroid. I would say vitamin D.
1: <laughs>
0: no? No, really? Actually, yeah, is it...
1: th- th- this activator is actually K two. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: What's so crazy? A doctor Price discovered this such a long time ago, and most people don't even know about it still. It's unknown in our medical system. I mean, I, I would I would guess to say before I talked about it in our previous show, you never even heard of it. No. Right. Okay. No. I Her- never did. Everybody knows about K one because that's for blood clotting, but virtually nobody knows about K two. Yeah.
0: Nobody I knows. Never about heard K2. of
1: it. Yes. So K two kind of supercharges a lot of the nutrients in our body and makes them a lot stronger. So, for example, you want real secret to strong bones. Well, if you think about it, we have calcium pills all over the place in the supermarkets, right? But and people, so many people take it. Well, why is our rate of osteoporosis higher than anywhere else seems like? you have bone problems, you know, because most of us eat foods that don't have vitamin K2. And when you don't have K2, you can't keep the calcium in your bones. So you can take all the calcium you want in the world, but that's just going to float around in your blood. Right. You, you, you need both vitamin D to absorb the calcium into your bone, and you need K2 to make the calcium ions stick to your bones. Mm. And when you don't have K2, All that calcium floating around in your body, it's not going to go to your bones. Guess where the calcium is going to go to? Your blood vessel. And that's going to cause the calcium ions to build up, and it's going to cause the buildup of a blockage, and it's going to cause your blood to clot up.
0: Oh, so that's what causes.
1: Partially causes heart disease, too. A lot of the big And it
0: it must cause a little bit of infection inflammation as well if
1: yes. it's going to do that yes okay okay we have we have like a dozen different proteins in our blood which um uh you know does stuff in our body one of the bone, one of the uh, proteins is called osteocalcin and, and and that's our protein to regulate your bone and that's controlled by k2 so when you when you have k2 it activates osteocalcin and that causes the calcium to stick to your bone but when the K two yeah. isn't there, cal- the osteocalcin doesn't do anything, and so these 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 little ions of calcium float around your blood, and then they stick to your blood vessels instead of your bone where they're supposed to be. Interesting. So now you're seeing, even though it seems so simple, Jules, that these four nutrients I tell our listeners to take every day—it's like so seems so simple, but the amount of research that I put into these four—it's crazy. Yeah. It's, like, it's like your body needs. I mean, if you learn nothing else from everything I'm telling you, it's these four nutrients that in our previous segment that you need to take: vitamin K two, vitamin K two, vitamin D, vitamin C, and iodine. I mean, I, I could go all day about these things because there's so much that it covers. I mean, you can. I mean, just these four when you take them. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it covers so much disease spectrums, uh, disease preventing spectrums that I, you know, it would take us forever to talk about probably. You know? Wow. Yeah. Yes. And also. Um, not just osteocalcin, but there's something else. There is another protein that vitamin K2 operates. I mean, activates. I'm sorry, and it's called uh, MGP. And what does MGP do? Well, if you don't have K2 to activate MGP, then you get this. Re- you can get a, a, a really fast buildup of calcium in your blood vessels, which again blocks the flow of blood to your heart. And they, they've actually done t- tests on this. So mice. That didn't have this G, MGP MGP protein developed um, all this plaque in their arteries, that they died within a, a few weeks of their birth. But what does vitamin K2 come in? Vitamin K2 activates the MGP, and it prevents the buildup of plaque in your arteries.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So vitamin K activates both MGP and osteocalcin. So you know, for our listeners, you, you know, you want to be medically technical, don't worry about that. Just remember that all those calcium pills that you're taking, that's going to do you no good if you don't have K2 to activate these calcium ions. They're just going to... Actually, actually taking too much calcium will do nothing for your bones and will actually increase your, your rate of heart disease. It can yeah. increase your chances of heart disease because the calcium ions will just go in your blood when you take it, and it's going to float around and stick to your blood vessels and clot those up. Whereas, you need to take K2, that's going to... When you take K2, it's going to take the calcium in your blood and stick it to your bones. Hmm. Wow. Yes. So
0: wow, we learned a lot tonight.
1: Yes. I, I have to admit, I mean in our in our segments, uh, <laughs> Jules, I cram a lot of information as much as I can to our listeners into one segment. I mean we can we can go deeper into these just subtopics if we needed to, but you know, I wanna give a listener just the gist of what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, and and so that they can you know, the internet, everybody has it. They can go and do their own research which is gonna work for them. But David, while we have this and we have a a couple of minutes left, I do want to talk about how the mind influences the body and the health. So if people are believing that the statin medicine works for them, then it may just work.
1: Well, that's yes and no. Yes and no. Because... Um, the law of attraction, and this is our specialty too, law of attraction. So we can't get away from it. But the law of attraction, yes, our mind plays a strong role in our um, our healing factor. And I'm totally our yes, and I'm totally for our beliefs because I talk about this in the, in the you know in my book. But um, there's a physical side too, you know. So it's like saying you can take the chemo and be positive all you want, which is going to help you, but the side effects of the chemo is still going to affect you you cuz know, cuz we have a physical part to our body and 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 uh, while we can control some of it we can't control of it you know uh, it's it's like, it's like you can't have, you can't expect to eat bad foods and have this positive mindset and expect to be perfectly healthy there's a there's a mind body connection and you know a physical connection and so that you have, you have to take care of the physical and the mental at the same time both
0: Well, I do know that Louise Hay says about the heart, and Mm -hmm. we're talking about the blockages in the heart. Uh And the physical body is giving you hints as to what's going on emotionally within the the mind. Mm -hmm. So blockages in the heart actually means that you are squeezing out the joy in your life. And it is... um, Keeping you, I mean, it, it's like you're you're in favor and working towards money and position, but you're squeezing out the real connection that you have with life, and that's the detrimental factor. And that's what you can do to get your yourself back on track in wanting to become healthy, is by correcting your thought patterns.
1: Yes, I'm totally for that. Like like like, like if someone. Has a really negative um, attitude towards a disease and a, and a, just a bad uh, feeling towards it. I mean, you can give them all these great medicines, but if they don't have the will to live and they don't feel like anything is helping, yes, the good medicine ain't going to help them either. You know.
0: So yeah, you're yeah. right. So so we've got to pay attention to, as you said, the mind body connection, and what area in the body is is in trouble. What does that mean? What hint is that giving to you emotionally? And then you tie them together and then you can correct the situation. It's like medicine alone won't do it. You have to have your mind in sync with the body to go and live a fabulous, healthy life. Yes.
1: Yes. I'm all for the mind being positive. And, you know, and, and even if and I, I don't like it, how doctors come out and they tell you, like, oh, you only have six months to live. I am not a oh. big fan of that because, oh, yeah, yeah they, they say medically speaking, but your mind has so much potential to do mo- so much more, as we know from the law of attraction, talking about it so much, that, you know, you've seen patients that I'll do their doctors, like, oh, I have six months. That's been five years already, you know. Right. I, I, I told me, I, but I, I always stayed positive. I always felt I can fight it. Well, that tells you how powerful the mind is. Always stay positive. Don't let your doctor tell you how long you have to live. Don't tell your doctor how you owe this, how you can't beat it. We, we, you, know, you know, there's,
0: there's also another thing too, when a doctor tells you that some people actually say, okay, it's over and they surrender, they detach yes. and guess what happens?
1: <laughs> yes. They, they're,
0: they, yeah. th- they're a lot healthier. Yes. They live on and on and on because going back to the law of attraction, detachment, surrendering and just letting go and they start living their life. You know, a lot of people say the best thing that ever happened to me was getting cancer because it taught me how to live.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly.
0: So so the mind, body, the law of attraction, it all works in your favor if you know how to apply it. I wanna remind everybody that I think the mind is so powerful in health that you need to be fully aware of it the one way that you can be fully aware of it is to go out and get David's book total law of attraction it's a fast read it's to the point and it's going to get you in that mindset where you can detach from anything that's going wrong and let the universe just work itself out and you will be a lot happier and healthier. Wouldn't you agree, David?
1: Oh, yes. You can go to Amazon, go on to your iPhone and the iBook store, go on to um, your, your Android phone, the Google Play store. A lot of, lot of great reviews on Google, you know. So um, just Google Total Law of Attraction or, or on Amazon and you're ready to go.
0: There you go. And um, by golly, you know, getting a, a Total Law of Attraction for your friends and family is um, would make a terrific christmas gift <laughs> oh yes really yes
1: we the, the holiday season the perfect season to be doing this right now we're going to christmas
0: yeah because you're going to give it to them something that's going to help change their life with pure love and that's what it's all about well david another great show thank you so much
1: well, thanks thanks for having me jules always a pleasure to, to, to speak about these great topics on your show
0: i know it's so much fun all right well thanks david Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com. And have a great week.
1: This holiday season. You're going to think I'm crazy. But I'm having conversations. Experience the event.
0: People write letters to the universe all the time. Most don't get a personal response. You are.
1: It will make you believe in miracles. Will Smith, Edward Norton, Kieran Knightley, Michael Pena, Naomi Harris, Jacob Lattimore, with Kate Winslet and Helen Mirren. This
0: profound connection
1: to everything. The Collateral Beauty. Collateral Beauty. Directed by David Frankel. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. December 16th.